There were a bunch of comics. I love supporting. I, I have a very low bar for performing arts. So I love like just going out and seeing people. I think it takes a lot of courage and I really respect, even if it's like, even if it's like not funny or, or it doesn't resonate with me or whatever, but there was, there were a lot of laughs. It was really great. And, um, our station manager was the headliner. So it was awesome to come out there and she's awesome. And all the other comics were awesome. And I was sitting at the bar at Blondie's. Okay. On Monday night. And now there were quite a few people there, tourists, locals, and I bought my friends, you know, what, 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 like, I think I was kicked out of Blondie's once. That's like a point, point of pride or a badge of honor that I was wearing. And I used to go all the time, like a decade ago in my heyday, um, running around as they running and gunning, you know, uh, running and gunning in the mission and trashed at Blondie's or always hanging out near 16th and Valencia, all those great bars, Casanova lounge, whatever. Um, and well, here I was, I think for the first time in my life, sober, having fun at Blondie's, buying those, uh, you know, I, I was telling my friends, oh, they're known for their martinis. They have 30 different martinis and they're mind erasers. Like they pour a <laughs> lot. They, they're like the milkshakes. They pour the, in the glass and then they have the tumbler, you know? <laughs> and, um, and so I actually bought one for my friend who had never been to stand up. Um, it was something fruity. And, uh, and then my other buddy showed up and I was like, Oh, Hey, I have some of this. And, um, yeah, you know, I mean, navigated that I'm not, I'm not, um, advocating at all that a person should necessarily like should, should feel comfortable going to a bar, uh, and ordering drinks for their friends. Um, but that was an experience that I had and, I firmly believe that I was able to successfully navigate it without an obsession to drink, having fun at the show um, with my friends, not getting engaging in bad behavior, getting uh, emotional and getting kicked out of Blondie's this time because of the program that I'm involved in. And uh, through active participation, I was able to navigate that. And I, I hope, I wish that for, although it may not be for everyone and, um, everyone has different needs and, uh, in their recovery and their journey and different tolerances, and there can be slippery places and unsafe places that a person just shouldn't go to. But it is a wish that I have in my heart that people are able to enjoy themselves, especially in places where potentially where, uh, you know, it was, it seemed like an impossibility to be sober and, and happy and free, um, and engage in productive, useful behavior. Uh, so that was really wonderful. I, yeah, I didn't realize it's the first time I was at Blondie's, um, sober, uh, and not consuming those mind erasers. Good for you. Thanks. It always, I mean, you know, for, for people like us who, are not normies. Um, it's nice to experience the world through clear eyes and, and to see how, you know, it once was for us and, and, you know, accept that that's how it was. And, but to enjoy the world through 
you know, through a clear brain, you know, a brain that is not erased, that can be um, where we can enjoy our senses rather than have them be all, uh, you know, blurred and uh, overwhelmed with that anesthetic called ethanol. Um, are we going to have some callers, I think? Dude, I got a text from some people. Oh, good. Uh, who might be calling in. Might be some regulars calling in from reporting the, the man and women and whatever pronoun from the street. Oh, okay. So I hit uh, the white button. Yeah. Hello? Who do we have here? It's this hotline it, bling. Oh, you're on. <laughs> you, you have to hit the white button. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Hello? Hello? Good, hang on. Hey. Yeah. Can you hear us? Hello. Um, Who's this? That's better. Hey, it's Shadow Lady. Whoa! <laughs> Shadow Lady. Hi, you, guys. You just couldn't uh, resist. I was in the middle of packing, and I saw the time. I, I was, like, just watching a ton of Beyonce music videos, and I noticed the time, and I was like, hey, it's Friday. Let me see what my buddies are up to. It's nice to hear your voice. I missed yeah, you. Yeah, and it was perfect timing. I was, like, listening, and I heard about my friend. <laughs> oh, we don't. supposed to be looking for a job right now. I don't know what you're talking about, Shadow Lady. Oh. I was just keeping it general. Okay. But funny with that story, though, because I. Are you I hanging out friend. with our mutual friend right now? Who's mutual friend? Our mutual friend. Making out? What do you mean? No, hanging out. Sorry. Oh. No. No, I'm okay. by myself. Okay, okay. Um, no, that's cool. But that was my guilt talking. I thought you were talking about something else. Like. <laughs> wait, are are you? Hey, no, I'm like. Wait, are you doing no. that too? <laughs> no. Oh, that's funny. That's not what no, I was I'm talking about. I'm for my trip. Where are you headed? Can you talk about it? Yeah. Yes, I can. Actually, I am heading to. Um, it's still in California. I'm going to Long Beach. Uh, I fly out tomorrow, and then I am um, either Ubering or taking a car and driving to. I think it's called Santa Clarita. Yeah, yeah, Valley, Valley. Okay. That's yeah. uh, that's Rehab Central. Oh no way! Wow, maybe I belong there <laughs> right now. <laughs> But I'm kidding. I'm going for a friend's 40th birthday party. Nice. He's uh, throwing one at his house, and he lives by the beach. So I'm going to be surrounded by a lot of alcohol and drugs. Oh, really? Yeah. But these are good friends? Uh, it is a friend from San Francisco. So a good friend, a good new friend for like the last two years. Nice. Yeah. So you won't you you won't really know the other people at the party. No, like the people that live in San Francisco that I do know from hanging out with this new good friend for the last two years aren't actually going to be able to make it. Gotcha. So I'm only gonna know the 
birthday person. Gotcha. Um, so have you, uh, you could hit up some meetings out there, right? Or I, I guess can. how long are you gone for? Just a couple it. days or? I'm there until Monday. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if you, yeah, if you, oh, I suppose everybody has access to transportation now <laughs> or, or, sure. I mean, or the wealthy, Uber, of course, or less. Um, exactly. So you could look up like Santa Clarita, AA, um, and see what meetings they have in the pinch. And I have like, that like little app with a blue chair. Yeah. Meeting guides. Hey yeah. y'all, if you're out there and looking for a meeting and you have a smartphone, download meeting guides. It's so awesome. Like we, we're all using it. Um, there's a, yeah. And, uh, I don't really know much else, but I know me and all my, all the people that I talk to use it. And, um, just like shadow ladies saying, like you just pull it up and it shows you where all the meetings near you are. Um, mm-hmm. if it's able to, if that, the app is able to pull from the, um, the local website or whatever, I don't know all the technical stuff. Pegasus probably knows better, but in, in some localities it may not be able to pull the information, but I've seen it work pretty much everywhere in California that I've been to. It's pretty good. There's also in the rooms. I'm not sure if it's a better. What's that one? In the rooms. It's, um, a friend of ours who. Uh, I don't want to say their name because they don't have another. Oh, you mean remote meet, like virtual meetings? It does that, but it also lists, I think it lists in-person meetings. Anyways, that one's called In the Rooms. It does virtual meetings. I got to check that out. I want to try it. Yeah. Yeah, and In the Rooms is a little more online. It has forums. You can post messages, get support from people, that, that kind of thing. It's pretty cool. Nice. So what have you guys been, um, what are you talking about? Well, just, you should have tuned into the show earlier. Oh, (laughs) just get uh, Jay Quillen going buck wild with voices. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Mm. Buck wild. (laughs) Jay Quillen's favorite, uh, celebrity impersonation is Steve Urkel. Stefan, Steve Urkel or (laughs) Stefan Urkel. Pegasus. There's Stefan Urkel, who everyone, who all the nerds want to be. I'm like feeling up my bate. Just, he's so sexy, so hot. And then there's Steve Urkel. Wow. What about, um, have you guys heard of Heavy D? Uh, Yeah, the rapper? Yeah, I just learned about him like two days ago. Me and Heavy D up in the limousine. What happened? I just learned about this artist called um, Heavy D, and uh, I was watching one of his music videos, and it reminded me of, like, Fat Joe, but, like, in the 90s funk. (laughs) It was pretty awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like he OD'd or... Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Should I look it up? (laughs) He might be be dead. I don't know. But, you know, we have to be careful. Try not killing people that are actually not dead yet. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I think I've done that to some artists before. Because, like, I know their track record. And if I haven't heard any new songs from them, I'm always asking, like, are they dead? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So. So, anyways, um, are you 
So you're looking forward to the trip? I am. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you guys. So I was at work earlier, and um, one of my coworkers, uh, she had mentioned to me, well, she was getting ready to go out tonight, and she was showing me, like, her outfit. And um, I forgot how we got to the conversation, but I had mentioned that I was, like, sober. And she was actually very grateful to learn that I'm sober because she asked me what my plans were for Friday. And I said, I usually go to a meeting, and then I hang out with my friends and do the podcast. And um, she said that a lot of her friends who are like DJs and musicians and a bunch of them just came back from Burning Man. Like someone in their circle just passed away like two days ago. Oh, and oh that's sad. I think it was just because like he was a combination of like overweight and also just like a lot of like drugs and alcohol and he like passed away in his sleep. Did he pass away at Burning Man? No, I think he passed away like here. Like oh, okay, they got yeah. back already. Gotcha, and gotcha. she was saying that she's really grateful to know that I'm sober because Yeah. Um it's she feels like in their circle it's not really talked about so much. Hmm. And she was like pretty happy because I told her, I was like, Hey, anytime you want to come with me or, you know, you don't have to like make any decisions right now. You could just take a break. Cool. So you were able to extend a hand and be a, be a beacon of hope. It's a kind offering to make. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what happened with me because I was partying in the club and one of my friends that I was like partying with, he's sober and he was actually the one <laughs> pouring a champagne, but he's sober. Oh, yeah. That's like, that's Jay Quellen style right there. I know. That's why I was like thinking, I was like, oh. Start referring to myself in third person. Who's that? That's me, Jay Quellen. That little, <laughs> like a little boy. <laughs> um, I'm Danny. So, Danny. Hey, uh, Danny. So, yeah. So, um right right pouring the things dude i i mean just like i uh once yeah i've had a lot of bachelor parties and weddings in sobriety and one time we all went to scottsdale and um i contributed in a number of ways we all had different roles and one was that i was the all-time sober driver of a huge ford econoline van that we rented that fit like, gosh, 15 people. I don't know. It, was, it seemed like a lot. Wow. And everyone was just shenanigans and and uh, all over the place. People are like drunk and telling me to run red lights and stuff like I'm like, yeah. shut up. Um, but they super appreciated it. And then I also was responsible for the whole bottle service set up coordination at Dirk Bentley's whiskey lounge, which is in downtown Scottsdale, like super hip, all like hey. short skirts and heels and button ups, uh, guys and, and everybody's trash, super young. There's the ASU the state universities out there. And, um, and then also, um, it was spring training going on out there at the same time too. But I remember like I got the bill and it was like, you know, it was like, five thousand dollars or something you know i, I mean it wasn't like that much but it was like a thousand dollars 
for the oh, bo- okay. for the bottle service and everyone split it. We were all splitting it, but I was sort of like I suppose I don't know, I chuckled to myself. I was proud. I was being of service. All these kinds of things. I was I was laughing to myself that like, dude, I am like stone cold sober in recovery and I am uh organizing bottle service and put thousand dollars on my credit card (laughs) you have to laugh it's an interesting position to be in for sure for sure position (laughs) that was too loud sorry oh my goodness Uh... there are all these revelers outside actually like making noise and they they actually look pretty clean cut like young the button up young crowd just reveling. Friday night. People are out. It's Friday so, um, night. I got an invite to go to a cigar bar tonight. Whoa, whoa. The one in Jackson Square? I don't know. Is there a live bar in that one? There's a place called Cigar Bar where they have music and wine bar and cigar smoking. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a cool spot. It's it's um, it's in Jackson Square. I don't know if that's the okay. one. But... It might be. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I actually like cigar bars. I haven't been to one in a really long time. Wait, I used Pegasus, to go to what's one going on? in New York. It was, I think, like called the Velvet Lounge. Pegasus might know. But yeah, I have not been to one here in San Francisco. Gotcha, gotcha. So I think um, that's good. Like, you're going to have fun, change of scenery, decompress enjoy your friend's birthday but um yeah it might be cool to uh look up see what meetings there might be if you needed to go one in a pinch it could also be fun to just like definitely go to one and just introduce yourself hey i'm new i'm just out here for this thing meet some people i always have fun i always try to make it a point to uh like for fun to get to a uh meeting when i'm traveling um And uh, I don't know. I just look forward to, you know, one thing I realized recently is that, I mean, I'm an extrovert. That's what it is. And I love that. I love that we can meet. Are you joking? Oh yeah. Um, I love that you just meet new people in the rooms and, and it's like discussion and, and hugging, shaking hands, whatever. So Anyways, and there's like meetings everywhere. It's always fun. So I always like to introduce myself when they ask inevitably at the meeting if there are any, um, anyone new to the meeting or any out of towners. I went to a, a cool meeting in Portland a few months ago. Um, and uh, that was fun. How was the vibe there? Because I've been to meetings in New York and I definitely really like the vibe. Oh, wow. Hold on. Real quick. Is it almost Mm. midnight? What? Wow. Man, we we can just really talk. (laughs) So, yeah, New York, what's the vibe like? I heard it's, quote, hardcore. Well, the one that I went to was um, actually, I don't know. It felt... It felt like home for me. Oh, cool. I lived there for a good amount of time. And it was like people my age, people looking like 
mm, no one like super young in the meeting that I was in, but it seemed like a lot of young professionals. And I actually went with um, one of my friends. He's also sober now, but we used to like used together. Um, we were we became friends in the restaurant business. Like we were both servers. And it was it was nice, like actually having that experience of like having a friendship that where you both used to use before and drink, and then like having the friendship stay intact, and now like we're both sober. So that was like a nice experience. Oh, very cool. Very cool. New York. Do you guys li- have any friends like that? Like friends that you've used and then like now you're sober together? Oh, uh, oh, I see. Um, yeah, actually, I was going to say no. I have two friends that are really good friends of mine. Actually, mm-hmm. from, yeah, from the old days, um, growing up together. And we've stayed in touch over the years to some degree, um, limited degree maybe, and then reconnected. And uh, they've gotten sober and, and have asked me questions about how it works. You know, I remember, I think one of them checked in and was like, are you still doing that thing? Are you, are you still sober? That's my impression of that friend. And they, that friend has been sober now for almost a year and uh, went to a few meetings in the beginning and we talked a lot about it. And then that friend decided not to continue uh, with the, uh, with the AA route, but seems to be doing pretty well. So, um, and then the other friend lives overseas and uh, had some crazy stuff going on. All right. Pegasus is out. It was great talking to you all. I'm just too bushed. I gotta Thanks, go. Thanks, Pegasus. Good night. Good night. We'll be done here soon too. Um and uh, bushwhacked. So um, then that person is overseas and they had a bunch of issues and uh, you know we're there. We're we're available. People hear or see that we've turned our lives around and that we're living successfully, relatively successfully sober. And they are like, uh, Oh, you still doing that? How do you do that? You know, ask questions. Well, here are all the tools. This is what I do in the program therapy, this and that we were talking earlier. I was sharing earlier about how it's a full court press for me. Like it's not just, I mean, the program is like the basis for me, but it's Mm -hmm. not just that. It's also like therapy is huge. Um, and other communities are really big. There's like, I don't know, fight emerging outside here or something. Going to the gym also. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's part of the full core press. For me. Yeah. Yep. I think. um, That's cool. I think we're going to wrap up here um, because. Yeah, I'm glad I caught you guys. Yeah, I think we'll. I think we'll wrap up. I'm just thinking like if I can play something on the way out. Um, 
Shadow Lady, say some stuff while I figure out. I was going to ask about, like, we play some heavy D. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let me look for that. You you tell the listeners some bullshit with the listeners for a second while I look that up. Sure. So speaking of AA, I went to a meeting today, and it was a beginner step meeting, and we actually read about how it works. And that was something that I needed to hear again and again. And um, I was able to share these things that, like, I read today with someone who I met on Bumble who is also going the sober route. And um, we actually have the same sober birth date. So one of the things that's really powerful is called, like, 90 and 90, which is you go to 90 meetings for the first 90 days of your sobriety. And I don't think that's really in the book, but that's like something that my sponsor has told me and I've heard from a bunch of different people. But also, um, from what I read today at that meeting about how it works, basically I am on, so there's like 12 steps to it. And I think this is actually Christian based. And, um, what the meeting that you went to was different from AA? No, no, no. I'm saying like the 12 step program. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what? You're always bringing up good topics for next time at the end of our shows. I noticed, Shadow Lady. So please, like, put a pin in that and, like, let's talk about that next time. Like, because you're, you're like, sort of reading my mind, um, I've been really interested in revisiting um, the history of AA, you know, right? And totally. um, so so I think we can come up with some uh, some good points there, some outlines and discuss yeah, maybe I'll some things. Yeah, I'll ask my sponsor because she just got back and she went to um, where this whole thing started. Akron, like Ohio. Bill and um so she went to Akron she did yes she went to Ohio Akron Ohio yeah I mean they have uh, I mean they have the their houses and stuff like I don't know turned into museums or something or so I heard but she can she can tell us yeah okay so wait so let's yeah get a get a download of that um and I'll I'll bring some uh there's some good uh AA conference approved literature that's about the history of the program and I can I can uh, get some quotable quotes from that and I think we can have a pretty lively discussion about the history and the origins and um, inevitably we're going to be talking about the Oxford group and Carl Jung and all kinds of interesting cats um, sounds like a plan. I'm going to tr- try to turn on this heavy D give us a second here Woo-hoo. Heavy D. Are you having any luck? All right. Well, 
Shadow Lady, thanks. Um, thanks to all our fans and our listeners. Thanks to Shadow Lady for calling in. Thanks to Pegasus, who is off to sleepy time. I'm your co-host with Pegasus, Jay Quellen, and uh, we'll come back at you next week. I actually might not be here. Well, I'll definitely not be here, but uh, hopefully Shadow Lady, Pegasus, and some of the other gang will be here taking you out with some heavy D, y'all. Stay fresh. Jake Wellen out. This is High Spirits. Jake Wellen signing off. High Spirits. MutinyRadio.fm. Peace.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! $4.99. I was just leaving this. ...in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtues of 
service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year enough for 93.000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how Or download a podcast and you 
can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio The world's deadliest assassins are already dead. A shadowy group of killers for hire is eliminating world leaders, crime lords, and CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers, is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Folks, if you're listening live, this is uh, a re-recording due to technical difficulties of yesterday's flat black plastic.
people won't get a lot of people won't get no supper tonight a lot of people won't get no
take you to a restaurant that's got glass tables You can watch yourself while you are eating
put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93.000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how Check them out at skinonskins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort package and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93.000 meals every day. www.sffoodbank.org/volunteer to find out how you can help. 